Satsang Podcast by Sri, Living in Bliss, the Fourth State of Consciousness. Dearest friends, we've all been experiencing, as human beings, living in a waking state, experience all the difficulties, challenges, and problems that seem to be facing the world at large. In the U.S. and many countries, There's now an economic downturn, threats of recession, possible depression, and everyone personally has experienced, I am sure, some fear, worry, doubt about the security of financial future. Coupled with the unrest in the world, wars wars and battles, terrorists, attacks, there's much fear and anxiety that is facing the human being in the waking state. In these troubled times and always, we can rest assured and be grateful to our practice of meditation, to the state of highest knowledge and highest awareness that is forever shining and forever present. Because, I'm sure you can observe that as long as you're in the waking state, as long as you're a victim to the news, good news you feel up, bad news you feel down, then there's no way out on that level. It's the changing field. The life of a human being in the waking state is subject to change high and low, good and bad, birth and death. As meditator, as one who is inquiring into the highest states of consciousness, into the fourth state of consciousness, the perspective is now reversed. Rather than living in the waking state of consciousness only and being that victim to fears, worries, doubts, insecurities, one begins to shift their focus into what is forever present as that pure consciousness, as that pure being. This can be seen every night when you go to sleep. When you're in the deep sleep state, what happened to all the worries, concerns, doubts, thoughts about politics, political debate was just on this morning, for the presidency. What happens to all these thoughts about the economy, about the world at large, when you're in deep sleep? As the inquirer, as the one who's observing, you become aware that in this deep sleep state, you're still there, you're alive, but there's no worry. There's a kind of bliss. There's a kind of peace for that time then that might unfold into the dream state. In the dream state, you become aware that you're there as the dreamer. All these images are there. You might see mountains or lakes or streams. You might have various different experiences with people that you know, people that you don't know. Some make sense, some don't. Some seem like premonitions of the future. Some are memories of the past. 
But one thing that you know for sure, when you wake up, all those dream images that you appeared to be real, that you thought you saw in your dream, they've now dissolved back into where they came, back into their source. And then you might say you're in the waking state. Now there's a whole nother field of people, places, things, memories, past, present, futures that you're now aware of. And in this waking state, everything seems so real. You were born, you lived your life, you have your memories of your childhood, you have your life experiences, whatever is happening right now, your career, your finances, your political views, and that is who you've termed who you are. That is the I or the me that you say you are with all these concepts, beliefs, and ideas. So, if you're living in this waking state only, deep sleep state, dream state, come and go in the night, and then you wake up into the waking state. If those are the only three states of consciousness that you experience, then you will live the life as everyone has for thousands of years and be the victim to your conditions and to your experiences. But for those rishis, sages and saints who have walked on this earth and who have found a state of higher consciousness, a fourth state of consciousness, now you can gain from the knowledge that they've shared that I am sharing with you today because we all want to live in peace and joy and happiness and freedom. But we find in the waking state, this is not possible. It's fleeting, it's temporary. Sometimes you feel good, sometimes you feel bad. So for the yogi, for the meditator, we want to now return to our original source, our original being. Because every night when you're in deep sleep, there's awareness that you're there, that you're pure, that you're free, that you're forever. And you're not a victim to whatever is happening in your life, to your finances, to your life situation. So we have proof every single night that you are pure, free, forever. It's only when the waking state appears to arise and you say, I woke up into the waking state, which means you've woke up into your mind. The mind is a tool, is an instrument that functions the way it does. It cannot be helped. So we don't try to make the mind function any differently than it does. We let the thoughts come, we let the thoughts go. This we've talked about a lot in terms of the practice of meditation. But there's a you that was there in deep sleep. And if we bring that you now into the waking state, you can become aware that you haven't changed. You are unchanging, you are pure, you are free. And that unchanging you now, we talked last time about higher intelligence, higher thinking, higher being. That you now is where you can place your attention. So the mind continues to function so that you can function, so that you can experience your life as a form interacting with other forms. 
but for the meditator, for the yogi, you know there's really only, only one being, there's one consciousness that is you. This is the only way out. This is the only way to experience, to live in that bliss. Because if you really analyze and you really examine every day, you will see that the mind absolutely doesn't work to bring you what you want. Your desire can be fulfilled. You can achieve success in your career. You can even achieve some success in your relationship. But as long as death is looming over you, then fear is there, worry is there. Concern about pain, concern about suffering is there. Because for the human being, there's only enjoyment and suffering. There's both. It's dichotomy, it's duality. And for the human being, there's greed, jealousy, ego, attachment, because the human being needs to have as much as it can so that the body can feel comfortable, fulfilled, complete. However, as we've seen, there's no end to that. People come, people go, situations come, situations go, fortunes are made, fortunes are lost. All this is happening. Tragedies are happening. A young child can be in an accident. A baby can be born deformed. I'm sure these tragedies have touched in some way everyone's life to varying degrees. So if we stay stuck on the level of tragedy, which means waking state, experience, then you're a victim because you've identified first with this body and mind as you and then you're a victim to its functioning. Just like if you got in your car and never left it, you'd be a victim. You'd be jailed by your automobile. In the same way, the human being is jailed into this physical form, mind-body with its thoughts and feelings and ideas, beliefs, views. And this is fine if this is how you want to live your life, but I know that you, as a member of this wonderful satsang forum, this wonderful satsang podcast group, know something higher. You want to live in the bliss. You want to live now in the fourth state. We've talked about the three other states. The deep sleep state, it changes into the dream state. The dream state, it changes into the waking state. So, the one who was dreaming and thought everything was so real and true in the dream state, now woke up into the waking state and has become aware that it was false. You thought it was a snake, but it was really a rope. You thought that dream figures were real, the mountains were real, the rivers were real, the oceans were real, the people, the situations, the fears were all real, but now they've changed and now you're in the waking state. You're back to that longer dream of the waking state that keeps continuing for however many years. It's really not that long when you think that a hundred years from now, no one that's listening to this, including the one that's speaking, giving this talk, will not be here in this physical form. So it's a rel relatively short, what we call lifespan from between birth and death as a human being in a form or in this form that you call you. So why not make the best 
of that hundred years, why not bake the best of that lifespan and know who you are. This is the purpose of your life. This is the only thing that will bring full truth and fulfillment to you as the being. And this is the only way that you will know your immortal existence and not be subject to birth and death. To know that you are the one who was never born. Just like in the dream, when you wake up from the dream, you're in the waking state dream. Now in the same way, when you wake up from the waking state, and use your higher intelligence, as we talked about in the last podcast that I recorded, that knows the bliss that is unchanging because as you saw in deep sleep, you were there, you were fine. Same thing you can become aware of in the waking state. When you follow your vritti, when you follow the waves back to the calm ocean floor, back to the peace, the canvas that's there behind everything, you know that that is essentially who you are. And now the purpose of your life is fulfilled to know who you are. Then there's no fear of death. There's no fear of incarnations, past or future. There's no fear of pain. There's no fear at all because that bliss is unchanging, undying, immortal. And that bliss is you. So this is the practice. Now, as I speak about it, as you hear about it, we're in that state of bliss. So it all seems easy. It all seems natural. It all seems to be true and real. The mind, as you know, is very tricky, is very powerful in its identification as a separate being, as an entity that enjoys and suffers. The mind thinks it keeps needing to fulfill its desires, to keep thinking its thoughts, to keep struggling in order to have that peace. But as the yogi, as the meditator, we know that that peace is inherent. That peace is who you are. It's unchanging. It's one without a second. It's self-effulgent. It doesn't need anything. Nothing in your life, nothing in your situation, nothing in your finances needs to change in order for you to know bliss. Because bliss is who you are. And we're making the distinction here Bliss is not the happiness, the joy that you get from getting a desire fulfilled or achieving something in your life. Bliss is what is at the back of it all. It's not high, it's not low. It just is. So the instruction then is to close your eyes and to see that bliss alone is. Self alone is and just be with that canvas, with that waveless state, some samadhi, the evenness that you are. And be aware that the human condition, the waking state is such, that when it takes hold of you, you identify as an eye, as a body, and then begin to enjoy or suffer. Nothing wrong, this is how the waking state functions. But through practice, through sadhana, through the highest awareness and putting the attention and inquiring into that fourth state, 
that liberated state of consciousness you absolutely can live from that fourth state you absolutely can live from that bliss and it's from that that all the actions will unfold in the highest intelligence from the highest being you will speak from that you will interact from that you will live your life from that and you will know the prosperity that is true that is unchanging that is the highest prosperity that you can tune into in this time of economic unrest that we're all affected by as a waking state human being you can know that the pure being has never been affected the bliss that you are is forever shining and that is the true prosperity because when you have that prosperity when you have that there's no economic up or economic down it's just that evenness of who you are and when you live from that and trust in that then the life is a flow so remain open to that highest intelligence remain open to that bliss that you are keep the mind opened to who you are and not just follow it through its vrittis through its desires and concepts and beliefs and ideas and struggles but keep it open to what's forever there that you know in deep sleep that you've experienced every night so keep that deep sleep state and know the basis from where deep sleep comes and from where dream state comes and from where waking state comes that is the fourth state and then you will be living in bliss the fourth state of consciousness always amaram ham maduram ham amaram ham maduram ham is the mantra that says i am immortal i am blissful i am that fourth state being forever shining and this is the practice to keep the attention focused on you to keep the attention knowing you and to live in that bliss om shanti om peace may this peace be with you always